Process Podcast, episode 351. How was your day, Zach Watson? Uh, it was good. It's productive today, actually. Nice. What, what, um, on this day being January 12th, 2022, what'd you get up to? I worked on some more process stuff today. Dope. Figuring out the logo a bit more, the symbol. And then mm-hmm. from some of your feedback of, turning into a proper vector and not just a pile of fucking paths to fuck everything up and be tedious. So I did it properly. So got that going. And then I put a few more pages now that I've got that going, put a few more pages together in the branding identity. And I was messing around with a business card mock-up as well, which looks hot for it. Um, And I was messing around with some other stuff in there, fixing up some stuff, blah, blah. And then, um, I was doing a little master list of sticky notes, which is now a new cluster no. on the wall. Nice, um, I like that. For the media kit, for mm-hmm. um, all things put in a media kit. I found that project mm-hmm. that I always reference on Behance, the guy who did the, the portfolio package. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and kind of went through his and see, okay, what did he put in? And then, like, ours is going to be digital only, but, like, what can you do with just digital without having, like, all this cool printed mm-hmm. stuff so just short list of that i think i'm gonna work on that um tomorrow nice put some idea pages together for that um dope so yeah i was doing some other nice. other stuff i clear i was deleting some old stuff from my external hard drive and getting all that mm, that's sussed as well satisfying feeling. yeah doing some file cleaning, management cleaning hard drives so yeah some folder management as well as on my desktop as well. Um, then I was on Behance a little bit, searching for some, some perusing. Yeah, for some more cool, cool projects. Come across any little golden nuggets or um, pretty tame? Today? There's another cool um, branding thing that was kind of what, what struck me was it was like the first thing that popped up in my feed on Behance, and the logo uh, struck me because it was, it was. The brand identity was for a like an AI company. A company that uses AI to help. I didn't read too much into. It. I don't think it gave too much detail. <laughs> help you know your like basic computer needs or something. It's a company that uses AI for like I guess data management and stuff like that. Whatever. Right. right. Um, and but it's primarily focused on like voice recognition or something to do with voice and like audio like that and so the logo is kind of like a line that went straight and then squiggly like an audio waveform kind of thing and i was like of course of course (laughs) of course you do i do that and then i see it but um so i called my eye but it it looked it was was nice and clean just red Mm. and white it was like that cool little 8-bit like pixel graphic type vibe to things and oh cool that's a nice uh it's a nice streamlined quick project. Yeah. It was, it was nice. cool. Nice. It sounds cool. like a productive day. <laughs> I did. I don't know if you saw Octon on Instagram had some pictures, I think, yesterday of a new render he did of a new car. 
when you oh, render no, an existing design and they look super fucking rad and then today you throw out like a little quick video of like some bland blender animations of like it kind of looking like a video and it looked so fucking cool that's exciting. it's like oh, but it's it's man. not a full video it's just like clips of yeah it. it's not like it's animated and it's driving or anything in the car but it's just like you know mm. in a cool background and like there's like lighting and like lighting flickering and some cool kind of atmospheric cyberpunky feeling audio and you know with the ca- pan and camera view stuff it's yeah it wasn't anything crazy animation wise but it was like it's just it's cool hot. it's just such a vibe you know oh. animation stuff blows my mind on even if this like the simplest of stuff blows my mind but um i had a bit of a sad moment today at a roughly nine around nine twenty seven, i want to say in the morning and got up and had to do not i didn't have to do a bunch and i didn't have to do it but to put my best foot forward i was like i'm gonna get this pack of sketches done so that i can present it we do like a weekly design meeting where everyone kind of like it's like everyone gathers around the campfire and mm-hmm. like tells a story so to speak but mm-hmm. instead of telling a story it's sharing something they're working on which is good because it gives you a sense of like it's cool because you get to see how other people work and also what other people are working on right we're especially like working from home most of the time you can be like you can feel a bit siloed in just the stuff you are working on so it's cool to see that it's fun to see that um and i was supposed intending to present some stuff in preemptation of a meeting immediately following that little kanban together Mm -hmm. um so i was like okay i can i know i can do the sketches i had done some thumbnails the night before and i knew i could do the sketches in two hours and i had started it at nine and the meeting was at 11 so i'd be finishing at 11 and I would have enough time to scan it and put it all together and it would all be okay. So I sit down at like nine o'clock and go through the emails and get that stuff out of the way. And then I sit down with the pen, the classic Bic yellow pen to start doing some warm up, doing some lines, doing some circles, my stretching basically. Mm-hmm. And I get some lines on the paper and then I flip the page over to do some more lines. And then there's no lines coming out of the paper pen died that's okay because i bought like five packs home with me so there's about like 60 pens and i go into the little red it's beautiful like red old stainless steel like coated lacquered thingamabob Mm. tool chest and i open it up and i go to like rifle through the pens i'm like oh no it's the wrong toolbox i keep them in my other one that one's all for markers which is pretty cool because it's like three tiers of markers it's a it's it's hot it's hot so i'm like okay i'll go get the other one i go to my closet get the other uh case which has pens pencils and pencil crayons and fine liners and i'm like rummaging through my uh what is it called my closet my rummaging through the closet i'm like shit where is it i can't find it so then I start like shitting myself because it's a small apartment. It's not there's only so many places it can be. Mm-hmm. And then it dawns on me. It's not even here. Uh, it's back home. So the fifty-nine, the fifty odd pens are at home. Right. At my parents' house. So then I'm like, oh god, I've got to have a black pen around here somewhere. I've got this one. 
which is the Lamy pen, mm-hmm. but it's not great for sketching because it's a bit, uh, it's a bit heavy, and I kind of don't want to use it for sketching because the nib is a bit thicker than everything mm-hmm. else. It's great for writing because it glides really well. I like the experience of writing with it, but I've tried sketching and it's oh, it's just, it's just not the same. So I start like rummaging through everything, trying to find a black pen, and there's nothing. I have no other black pens. Oh, so I'm. So I resort to using a blue pen to create the underlay for it. And then just going, then I'm going over everything in like the Pentel sign pen, which is just like a black felt tip marker mm-hmm. type of thing. And just doing all the line work in black. So it worked out. But for about 15 minutes, from like not, basically 9.30 to 9.45, wow. I was, I was kind of just sad, just sitting at my desk like, damn it. I felt like... That is a sad very out of my element, like not having, not having the pens that I rely on. It's quite sad. That is a sad I mean, moment. Very, wow, that's a panic. Very, very small problem in the grand scheme of things, but it threw me for a loop. I'm like, ah, oh. it did not derail the day. Mm. I was like, shit, got to be careful next time. Got to make sure there's provisions. It's like when yeah. the power goes out and you don't have any candles, you don't have any flashlights yeah. or a backup generator. And then your phone's at like five percent. You're a bit fucked. You just you might as well just go to. Sleep I just had this funny point. image in my head of like being your place, bunch of people over, partying, and then there's a giant storm, and then power goes out. Right, everyone's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, and like, oh, Dylan, you must have like backup, like you know, flashlights, and <laughs> batteries, and water, and all that stuff." And you're like, "No, uh, not quite." And they're like, "Well, what's what's." You know, in your garage, where's your fucking stormy weather plan B kit? And then you just open yeah. the fucking closet and it's just beautifully laid out, but it's just pens everywhere. Just everywhere. <laughs> just like, you don't have water, you don't have flashlights, but it's just, it's just you've got Bics. You've I've got, got Bic pens. That's all I need. Like, well, do you have food? I'm like, yeah, I have canned beans. I'm like, oh, so we can at least eat that. It's like, yeah, but I only have an electric can opener. So, so you can't even use that, which is not true. I don't have an electric can opener. I have a, oh, it's beautiful. It's, I got it for Christmas. It's a, the brand is Starfrit. Okay. Which I think is, is you can get it at like Superstore, Longos and stuff like that. The, the, the texture of it, it's beautiful. But the, the handle, I'll have to send you a picture. It, it's, feels like it was carved out of clay. It's like super. Wow. It's it's sculptural but also ergonomic at the same time, which is pretty neat. Which is probably why my parents got it for me because they knew I would like it. They're like, oh yeah, yeah. He'd he'd appreciate this pretentious looking can opener. Of course he would. Yeah, he he would hold this in his hands and stare at it and think deeply about art and design and where humans stand in the universe for a good few hours. Dude, my family makes fun of me for that. They're like, you always say like big tactility like words. I'm like, yeah, because that's what's important. It's an it's important to enjoy how a product feels. And they're like, I yeah, really like the d- form doesn't really of this. It's a bunch of yeah, eye I'll rolls. Say shit like that, and they're like, then they all like roll their eyes yeah. and breathe a, and like let out a big, so sad. sarcastic sigh. I'm like, you know what? Some people just don't get it. That's like sometimes when like there'd be like a container, some sort, whether it's mm-hmm. food related or whatever, a package or something, and then I said to my mom, I'm like. When that gets clean, keep it. I want it. Can I have it? And like, why? I'm like, because it's a nice container. And they're like, look at me like I'm weird. I'm like, no, no, no. 
many of possibilities. Markers can go in there. Pens can go in there. Paint, water, it's endless. Paint, water, food, um, condoms, toenail clippings. Um, Right. You know, just the daily daily essentials. That's what I would say. That is kind of funny, though. Like, I, I wonder what, like, there's times where I'm going out just anywhere and you just see something you're like hmm Hmm. i like this packaging yeah or this is not good packaging i do that when i go to the grocery store and like if i see it's typically in the health food section and it's typically like some overpriced expensive beverage whether it's coconut water or some carbonated life drink which i would never buy drink that's a yeah, name for like, a brand. There you go. It's like it's gonna make your carbonated life drink. It's like gonna make you healthier, but it's literally just carbonated water. But it's all how they're selling it. Yeah. But they're packaging it's it like in Perrier like this. And stuff? I like Perrier. That's just but Perrier is Perrier carbonated is water. Yeah, I'll buy like the the PC. I don't think No Name does uh, sparkling water. Sadly, mm. I'll just buy like the the PC Blue Menu stuff that's for a dollar call it fizzy water in australia right and i'd go you'd be able to be able to walk down to woolworths and for a buck 50 get a liter or how big is like those big things of coke two liters like the two liters you're able to get two liters because it's the same size two liters of of fizzy water like a buck 50 like just the name the name brand stuff like dirt cheap you're paying for water Mm. when you're paying for water anywhere it's carbonated though it's fizzy it's carbonated though, and it's fizzy. And it's I've thought about that. Like, what if I got a soda stream? You know? Yeah. But then you gotta like then you gotta go and get the cartridges and shit. And that's just Yeah, a it's not an expense. You're just adding more waste at that point. Exactly. Exactly. Um what were we talking about before? Carbon. It's water. funny you said about health food, like when I like last time I was out with Iz and we went to a Walmart near her place because she had to stop off at the pharmacy and pick up some medication that was there for and i'm there and i'm looking all you know the aisles of all the vitamins and yeah whatever crap and whey protein and a lot of shit and i'm looking i'm like 98 percent of all of this packaging is fucking Garbage. shit it yeah. makes my eyes bleed it's so bad right but then it's like but then there'd be like one or two and i mm-hmm. look at it i'm like whoa yeah this oh. looks better and on my case, there's no obviously no one must care, except for me, and other people like me, who look yeah. at it and be like, "This packaging sucks," you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I just little things like that I notice all the time. You know. And here's my theory on why a lot of that stuff sucks. Like, I don't buy a lot of health food related stuff. Most of my stuff is like just from the produce section. Just actually healthy stuff. Not just not actually like healthy not stuff. healthy vitamins, but it's just actual just fruit and stuff grown yeah. from the earth. Yeah. It's 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 the original source. Yeah, the, but the original healthy food. I do I I go there sometimes just to see what's there. That's where the cliff bars are. That's where the kicking horse coffee is, because it's all right. free trade organic. So I think Technically, you can't sell it alongside um, like a name brand one because it's like the the store itself has something in place where like it's it's got to be separated, mm. kind of a thing. Unless the company that makes it 
also makes like they do a free trade and they do a unethical version right you know say i'm not going to speak for starbucks but that's why you don't find starbucks in the free trade section um, or the natural food section right or the organic section because you can't have something that's to my knowledge could be wrong you can't have something that's um organic and it's not free trade i just don't think it works right it's kind of well if it is then it's an oxymoron but yes exactly from like a definition perspective um so i go there like if i'm getting coffee or something and like especially with the like the whey proteins like the the protein stuff in general whether it's whether it's whey or pea or whatever and like the supplement stuff i don't i'm not a i'm not a supplement person i don't I eat a lot of fruit. I can get it from that. If I'm deficient in anything, then then I'll see, but I'm not. But here's my theory as to why the packaging for all that stuff looks like the inside of a dictionary. Right. Is because... Good analogy. Good analogy, right? I was thinking about that That's hard. That's really good. And I, I think it's because the a graphic designer is producing it, right? A graphic designer is making that packaging or a team of graphic designers. But ultimately, they don't have control. And again, this is a theory. I don't work for any of these companies, never have, probably never will. But I don't think they have control over the design. They have control over the vectors and the, probably the spacing of the type and all this stuff and what, and like maybe some of the layout. But I think a lot, a lot of the direction is coming from marketing, you know, mm-hmm. and marketing in most places has the biggest budget yes typically typically (laughs) if not directly then indirectly right and if marketing wants to sell something at and call it whatever that's going to be front and center no matter how bad it reflects on the rest of the design Mm -hmm. same thing with including what's in it you know if it's a if it's a green thing like a green uh superfood powder thing or whatever then they're going to talk about the fact that there's spirulina and acai berries and all this stuff and all that stuff ground up in it and goji berries and everything and yeah you could have a nice little vector that shows that and place it out at the bottom and have a smaller piece of type and have it like color matched and everything that would be cool that that would probably be a lot cleaner than just a list of words but marketing's thinking is probably going to be like well, people aren't going to like know what that symbol is. They're just, they're not going to read it. They're not going to yeah. buy it. You know, if the, if the thing isn't front and center, of what it is, no one's going to buy it. And I guess typically that is how it goes. Cause that's how the cycle keeps, keeps going the way it is. Right. You buy the yeah. stuff that's, you buy the stuff that boasts the most stats typically mm-hmm. when it comes to that kind of stuff. Like the one you've seen the most commercials for. Yeah. If one protein powder has 28 grams per serving and the other one has 26, and those numbers are front and center, even if the one that has 28 grams is like technically inflated and it's a lower quality protein than the other one, which one are you going to buy? Obviously the one with 28 because you think you're getting your money's worth. Allegedly. Yeah. Right? And I know they're probably pressured for like, especially like a pill box where it's like oh you have to have all these 117 massive words on it for legal reasons that's the other thing so i understand but 
but again, that goes into the whole thing. It's like you just, it's you know, I guess sometimes you just have a byproduct that has all these giant words and shit. You don't know what's in it. I just love like, I don't know what it was. I just remember seeing it was like a vitamin or something like that, or a pill, and it was just like all these boxes that you know all look the same, colored Mm -hmm. or just white, and have so much text, and it's just like, like you said, inside of a dictionary, right? And there's one. It was just red with white text, and it looked like a no-name type. Oh. feel but red and white but it was mostly oh. empty right and it just had the name across the top had like the milligrams or whatever a little bit of text underneath and then the back was covered but the the front and the sides it was just simple and i was like oh my oh. god that looks way better like it just looks so nice you know and it's kind of like as well like what's the one is it a protein bar or uh something like that which isn't it a laura bar or something like that Lara bar, yeah, those are actually good. I love. Lara is it bars. is it that one that like always, when I have seen a commercial or an ad, it says like, you know, the ingredients and it literally has like four words. It doesn't have all the big gross words. It's straight up like peanuts, honey. Yeah, yeah. It's like most. I think it's honest. Lara bar makes a whack ton of. They do a like a. I want to say like, uh, oh, I'm on the website here. They do one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten flavors of uh bar apple blueberry cashew chocolate brownie chocolate chip coconut cocoa coconut chew coconut cream mint chocolate chip peanut butter peanut butter chocolate chip um let's go cashew because i've had that before three ingredients yeah that's cashews cashews dates apples the most ingredients that one of their bars has is six um let's go chocolate brownie right chocolate chips cocoa dates almonds walnuts and that's the their website's actually pretty hot yeah i I would hope it and just think i understand pills and stuff are gonna have a lot more legal stuff they have to put on and like it's gonna be massive words or like Try Dexaline something something whatever you know like that was good you pulled that I don't out know why ass, yeah, I just, but that was good I don't know if that's a thing or not but it sounds like it could be uh, Try Dexaline how would you spell Try Dexaline Try and then Try D E X E L I N E Um it does not appear Dexaline. to sounds like it could be though right There's Dexmethylphentanate Close. I don't know what that is. There's... I feel like there's someone who didn't know what they're talking about. If you said try, try methyldexaline, they'd be like, okay. You know yeah, what I mean? Seems, that sounds legit, legit. If, if you didn't know. Yeah. There's trin there's trintilix, which is a major depressive disorder treatment. Oh. Yeah, like I'm saying, sucks. like me, like an idiot like me. If someone said to me, like, oh yeah, this thing's got trimethyldexaline in it, I'd be like, okay. Sounds sounds, <laughs> sounds right. I wouldn't question it. I don't think most people would. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but there's still got to be like a happy middle ground between like graphic like i i think it's like companies like that just don't like pharmacy pharmaceuticals they know that people have to buy them so they barely have to market because they know yeah it's you know right? but i think they still underestimate the power of design like it could just look way better you know mm-hmm. and it, it's even like but, i remember seeing a project on uh i think it was behance a while ago and there was someone designing redesigning the pill container and it's oh, like, you know, yeah. the classic where it's that like orange tinted plastic and then like the white cap. Yeah. But they redesigned creepy. the shape 
the form it was beautiful it was like kind of rounded and then this and the label looked like you would expect but like way more updated and it was clean i was like this is like why can't everything look like this you know when you see one of those things it's like a you know a product or a graphic or something like why can't everything look like this this is beautiful you know i agree i found a see if i can find it i think it was it was something i found one on behance a while back i don't even know if i've saved it but it was a condom packaging oh really and it was dude it was the cleanest i've never wanted to buy them more in my life right just to have them just to have not even not even use them (laughs) display them yeah i don't have a need to use them that sounds very bad doesn't it that or just sad but yes yeah we'll go sad sad's better sad's that sad's the reality but oh but they've got a (laughs) mock-up can we get process branded condoms please oh here it is i just found what the thing i was talking about oh that was fast i can't find it anymore but this is it oh looks like a tic tac it looks more like tic tacs right but like yeah the, but the, even the label and everything, it has room for everything, but yeah, it's clean. Oh, it's like a CVS thing. Super yeah. clean. I remember seeing it. I'm like, huh, you don't really see people designing, look, these sketches very like you, I think. Oh, yeah. I dabble You know, that. very in situ, how you open a thing. The ideation, That's very industrial. Thought. This is definitely industrial design person. Oh, yeah. 100%. You know? 100%. Like very... Very clean, very really clean. Yeah, it's a really nice project. You have mock-ups, like like actual That's like prototypes I... out of like cardboard and shit. Oh, they definitely did industrial design. Definitely, this is a very industrial design. If I've ever mm. seen an industrial design project before, it's this one. In the wild. that looks like something yeah. it was from Humber, honestly. Oh, there's more oh, than I realized now that I've searched it. Pills for thrills. Isn't that um, Viagra? It's a bunch of like, I really like it though. It's just like concept art. It's cool. Pills with happy faces on them. Here it is. Aiden Rosario. He's uh, from the States, Southern California. He, I have no idea anything else about him. Oh, he's set to graduate from University of Cincinnati. In 2022, he's currently available for hire. This guy who did the, uh, this is the guy who did the the pill bottle, mm. Aiden Ros- Rosario on uh, Behance. And he's got a, the banner image on his Behance is a, it's a car interior. Oh, that's right. But there's, but there's no, um, there's no car stuff on his website. Just kind of sad. Some of the work looks familiar, though. Wouldn't be surprised to the point where, like, where like I feel like, oh wow, it's actually it's got a really clean digital sketches. Yeah, that project was like if 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 like if Catherine wanted to show some like a product project with with the research, the ideation, the 
the digital sketching and rendering, the the CAD and the rendering, the prototyping, and the model making, and the presentation, everything that is like a perfect yeah. project that that uh, shows off all of it. Oh yeah, yeah, he's got some really clean stuff. You... There's some uh, really nice key shot stuff. Looks like he did a render weekly challenge at one point too. Sad. From this uh, from this chair, really cool pill design you had a bit of an epiphany today didn't you you were saying yeah i had an epiphany that i want i need more sketchbooks right on my on my shelves to display like full sketchbooks or empty (laughs) sketchbooks yes (laughs) you know like i want like the idea of like like i said to you earlier like I love the idea of having all my sketchbooks from school because mm-hmm. I have all of them. They're labeled, so I know which one's which, and have them on a shelf, you know, in order. Because mm-hmm. it's cool to see, like, oh, like the work you've done, and it's a cool thing to flip through. But I don't want that because, like, every sketchbook before like second semester, third year, I don't want to look it's at. It's dog shit. It's dog yeah. shit, you know. Um, and dog I've, shit's still relative, though. But but I've know? still got but I've got my I've got my first ever sketch on the wall for that reason of humbling me, anyways. Right. So I don't need right eight sketchbooks or so to also do that, you know. Um, but I love the idea of like saying to you a nice shelf just full of like, you know, whether it's like the spiral bound hardcovers like we had for Humber or like um like the one you had your shoe sketches in just like a soft cover like oh, blank dude, cover or a moleskin oh, or just like an old um stitch spine or glued spine kind of flat sketchbook mm. landscape portraits just mini ones field notes like small ones or you know bigger ones and then have like in between the shelf and the wall you've got resting just a bunch of like the big pads of paper the the, the 11 yeah. by 17 sketchbooks the the 18 by 24 stuff like that you know just yeah. full, just like there, you know, work not clean but dirty, and pages are bent in the corners, and you know, there's creases and there's stains, and like, oh, having a shelf you're of like speaking my language, previous work, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and I was like, wow, that's why I need to do more sketches and sketchbooks. I need to fill more up, not because of the practice, but I want the end result of having to display yeah. them, you know. But it's like such a vibe. I was thinking, you know, why do you think you're attracted to that? Like the the idea of having done a lot of sketches and then having them like kind of sitting there, sitting there is in like yeah, basically waiting to be opened. It's not that they're not doing anything or they're yeah, not serving waiting purpose, to be opened. but like they're just sitting there like in the state. I would say two quick reasons off the top of my head. One, kind of the same type of idea of why I have the sticky note wall is. Mm-hmm. Uh, a safe place to uh, put ideas outside of my brain and not have to worry about forgetting them. Right. You know, makes sense. It's, um, you could have sketchbooks full of ideas. And then one day you're like, oh, like, what's the one sketchbook I was doing? Some, uh, had a cool car sketch and now I want to model it. And I like the idea I did on this. And you f- start going through sketchbooks all day and you're like, mm. find that one. You're like, oh my God, I discovered. That one where I had the idea of when I first sketched, I didn't think I was going to take it anywhere. And now I've found a use for it. You know, mm-hmm. now it's destiny has been foretold, you know, that kind of epic, yes. you know, 
Um, so there's that. And then I think as well, but it's more, it's even more aesthetically pleasing than a wall full of sticky notes. So you've got mm-hmm. just pads and books and paper. Second quick reason is it's, it's a bit of an ego trip. Yeah. Which we're going to, mm-hmm. like the idea of like, like you said, waiting to be open. You know, mm-hmm. it's like when we did the open house and you put your sketchbook on the table so people could go and look mm-hmm. at them because you're like, you see, put, I did those I sketches. put all seven sketches exactly. on the table. But it's like, yeah, no, this was all last week. It's an ego trip, but also you want to see, you want people to see, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I think a more deeper reason. If I may be so metaphorical. I was taking a sip Sip of water. water. Buckle up. (laughs) Is. I'm not going to forget it, am I now? Oh, God. Where? No. (laughs) I I paused too long with the water and now I've fucking lost my train of thought. No, 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 no. This can't be done to me like this. Um, So the first one. Oh, sorry. No, I've got it. Sorry. I've got it. Okay. It's it's kind of like. um, Same. You know, we talked about before, like, I don't understand why this fascination I have with, like, say, Lego sets or models, like, miniature versions, mm-hmm. accurate mini- miniature versions of real-life things, whether it's, like, you can observe it from a desktop point of view for everything. You can have something massive like a Saturn V on your shelf. Yeah. Um, You know, you can have little cars, that your dream car stuff you'll never actually own have that close never, to you never say never never say never but you know what hope would love to have a center but you know don't think those anyway say how much does a center run a few million now probably oh one point maybe my, even that more hurt my heart probably two that point something my heart Fuck. um probably two point something million pounds probably but Christ. you know but there's also like a the reason why i love having the lego sets there and like the models is like i know someone designed the kit the lego kit and all these machines all these injection mold machines made the pieces and that someone else mm-hmm. did all that but i put it together and those things would still be in a box and not on the shelf it wasn't for me so there's like a satisfaction like i i did that i built that mm-hmm. especially with a model when you're like i i cut them off the off the off the sprue i sanded them i painted them I put the decals on. I I I placed them. You know, I built them. There's that kind of thing, and I think the sketchbook's kind of the same for me. Mm. Like, like I said I said the other day about my Instagram save folder and Behance appreciation list is like an alt my f- two favorite spots for inspiration because I know everything I've saved in those two lists is stuff that I think is so rad and stuff that I love just to look at to get yeah. me hyped to make me happy to see cool shit you know and that's kind of what my bookshelf is too i've got so many design books and whether it's clothing architecture cars concept cars concept art you know whatever that i can i can go there and do open a book and look at all these cool graphics whether it's the way the book's laid out the contents of what's in the book and i love the idea of having that but on a deeper level in sketchbooks Mm -hmm. You can look through all the oh. work, be re-inspired, just have something visually awesome to look at and have that feeling of like, I did all that. That's mm. me. Like I drew all those things. You know, it's like, it's like, it's like in probably third year or maybe like second semester, second year where, you know, you spent like me or like Seb spent all this time looking at 
car sketches online and we're like man it'd be awesome if one day we can sketch a car on our own that looks that cool and then like we did a sketch that would be like actually pretty good and we look at we're like oh my god like no we don't we don't have to go searching online for a really rad car sketch to save and have as a wallpaper or to have a cool printout or a poster or go and ask bruce to do one now we could do one and there's that like fulfillment, that satisfaction. So I think the sketchbook kind of does that on a deeper mm. level, you know? Like all those things, right? If you had a bunch on a nice shelf and talking about early, if you had a cool like big 18 by 24 pad that was like leather bound and like like a soft yes. cover, kind of like, you know, the moleskin sketchbooks, but 18 by 24 and leather. Oh, dude. Oh. You know what I mean? And like oh. worn and coffee stains and someone comes over and is like what's that or your kid in the future is like what's that and then you're like oh and you whip out this giant whoo, blow off the dust and there's like you know three coffee stain like rings that are like kind of overlapping each other and you look at it and you're like i remember when i put those mugs down on the corner of that, you know <laughs> and then you you open it up and you have the, the squeak of the of the leather that like sound of the leather as you open it and then you've got these giant pages of artwork and you're like a ego trip i gotta show people what i what i can do mm-hmm. b oh yeah i had that idea a while ago and i'm good thing i'm happy i put that on paper because i forgot about it and now that's inspired me or gave me an idea for something i'm working on now you mm-hmm. know and c oh my god like i've got a shelf full of rad books that other people put together and now i have a shelf of rad books that i put together that's a really good way of putting you know? it. That last, that last line that you said, not that everything else isn't, because it is, but the way that you summed it up in the last line, like the reason you buy these other books is because it's full of a bunch of someone's work or a bunch of people's work that you think is super cool. And that's great. That's why I buy cool things, like cool books like that too. Yeah. But then to want to display your own stuff like, well, that's pretty vain of you, isn't it? It's like having your face as your wallpaper. I've had my face yeah. as my Here's wallpaper. Here's a portrait for, of myself I have on my for, wall. For the last nine years. Yeah. That's a lie. It's actually been more like 12. But it's the it's 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 not vain because it's you're proud of that stuff. It's uh what is it? Accumulated satisfaction. Yes. Accumulated affirmation that I made this thing, even if it's not perfect. But I made this thing. I put a pen, a piece of paper, and it. This is the outcome of it. I'm I'm happy with that. And all like page after page after page, that satisfaction builds up. And to put it all on a shelf and sit back and look at it, that's a lot of accumulated satisfaction. Exactly. Especially when it's like you can tell the kind of like the history of those things based off of like which like depending on which one it was you're like i I remember when i did that Mm -hmm. i remember that i remember having that experience you know i remember opening that thing up and i remember that one time that uh, i was at a cafe doing a doodle and then the the waiter bumped the table and my my latte spilled that's why those couple pages are wrinkled like yeah with the big sketchbook pad that I, i finished that the other day nice with some work stuff. So like biggest sketchbook in terms of, I guess, paper size mm-hmm. that I've 
confidently filled every page, which is pretty cool. But um, it's got like that big water stain right down the back and the water stain on like probably half the pages and all they're, they're all warped because it was sitting against the wall underneath a bunch of plants mm-hmm. and I went buck wild and fucking watered a bunch of the plants too much right. and then they seeped out and I, before I realized that it was too late and this thing was covered in water. It's like, it still works. I'm not going to throw it out. No. It's still good. It's got its own character now. And now I want to buy another one and fill that one up. Yeah. Half the time. And and that's the thing too. It's like, it's that like, A, it's not perfect paper so you're not scared to to ruin it. You're like, exactly. It's already ruined. It was all, now it's fucked up. Now I don't care Yeah. if I make something that looks bad. Yeah. Right. I feel like I should do that next time. Just like take it outside and like throw it in a puddle and then bring it inside and use it. Yeah, maybe. It, it, or it's yeah. like, it's, and there's also that, that like, um, I was going to say, fuck, I just keep forgetting now. What the fuck am I going to say? Jesus, I'm useless. It's like the, it's like that. You're like a walking, talking example of that Cial of those Cialis commercials. Or it's like a guy just forgets what he's doing or just like leaves his car running inside or like backs <laughs> through the garage door. Okay. He's like totally oblivious, forgets everything. You're a you're a walking you're a walking billboard for Seattle. I was gonna say something else about the dirty and you know. Oh no, it's it's dating it like without actually having a date, but it's almost it's also a nostalgia trip, right? Maybe. I know, like fucking thirty years from now, I could open so I'm going to keep all the sketchbooks from Humber. Obviously, I'm never getting rid of those, right? No. Those are valuable never. documents. Historical documents. I could open Historical the first documents. one that has my sticky note. It says first year, first semester, first year on it, right? And I could open it up and look through the first five pages from the first week of sketches we had to do in first year. And look mm-hmm. at them and being like, yeah, besides the sketches being garbage, right away get transported to, I know when I was trying to sketch these things in my room and under yeah. my shitty lamp, shitting oh. myself and worried because I was like, I thought I was good at sketching and now we have to sketch with pen and we can't erase and no rulers and all this stuff. And I'm like, how do I sketch a bottle, a hand sanitizer bottle or whatever? Like, you know, like it will remind me of that moment, you know, mm. which now I can look back on it. It's fond memories. It's not stressful, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I just think it's such a cool vibe. And it's like, we like cool books. You know? Yeah. I want a fucking room that's like, you know, dream apartment with concrete floor, brick walls, cool mm-hmm. old wood, rough wood, like shelving and stuff. <laughs> like dark walnut or dark brown, you know, stain. And just full of just old books that are all sketchbooks. You know, I want to look like fucking Dumbledore's office. All those books, but each one's just a sketchbook. You know what I mean? Wow. You know what I mean? Like something, not maybe not that yeah. extent. That's quite a bit, but that's pretty cool though. But that idea of just having lots of like, you know, like you look around, you're like, okay, there's lots of cool shit in here. Mm-hmm. You know, fuck, that's a good idea. I like that. I think it's just yeah, yeah. I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta sort through because when I was rearranging my room to make shelf space for more Lego and stuff, I had to move my one. It's an Amazon cardboard box that I reuse into all the paper, loose paper, and sketchbooks. Can go in here. That's still there. And then it turned into well, the problem is it's turned into it got to the point where it's just like I threw random paper and shit I'm working on and it got messy. So yeah. I gotta reorganize it. Um because I know in there I've got a lot of like that's where I, I kept like you know, a stack of this paper, a stack of Bristol board, here's sketchbooks, here's mm. 
last sketchbook that I didn't finish from Humber. Here's other, the black paper sketchbook, it, stuff that I haven't used. I need to get them all out, oh, yeah. put them in a pile and be like, you got to fucking get through this. You've got a whole year. So got a lot of sketchbooks to get through, you know? Yeah. Is it more than a year's worth of sketchbooks? Do you think? That's a very, I feel like if, okay, if you were going to live and breathe the idea of filling up sketchbooks, mm-hmm. a year's like a lot of time. Yeah. That's at least even doing one page a day, 365 pages. That's probably a, like minimum four books, five books, depending on how many pages <laughs> yeah. are in each. But I like the idea of having quick ones, you know, I want to do some more car sketches and go back to doing, because once, once we didn't have to do it in a sketchbook, I primarily did it on loose 11 by 17. Right. Yeah. Because I still do prefer that, but I want to do maybe a little bit less of that sometimes and go back to doing it in a sketchbook. Because again, mm-hmm. I like the idea of whenever you know we're allowed to go out and sit in coffee shops to sketch again to use a sketchbook you know it's a good idea so yeah just want more sketchbooks i also need more shelving to display the sketchbooks but that's a problem that we can get to later on yeah that's a as as oh yeah but I'm very much i, I think it's just to wrap that. it up like i've got a lot of sketchbooks from humber that i'm not happy with the memory's funny because i know they're shit and it's proof that like <laughs> everyone has to start somewhere and it's also a reminder yeah. just like the sketch on my wall of it's it's a humbling reminder of you know everyone's got to start somewhere i was shit but look how far i've come right i'm now less shit and but i now i want to sketch a stack of sketchbooks that i am proud of that i can yeah if someone came mm. over and be like, can i go through a sketchbook I'm like yeah here's a stack of stuff go through it you know that's a good way to think about it no that's instead of having to sit there explaining like okay that was like the second weekend okay yeah i understand (laughs) i can't draw a bottle at that point relax it sucks it's okay just yeah keep on with it move on yeah don't 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 look at that page don't look at that page go on to the next one yeah i don't want to have to do that just like here's a cool sketchbook here's a a stack of every sketchbook is different yeah here's a here's a hard cover there's a soft cover there's a black paper sketchbook there's there's graph paper in there there's you know, there's a dot paper one. There's a line note mm-hmm. one. There's there's cars. There's characters. There's concept art. There's products. There's clothing logos. Just so much. Yeah, go have a look. You know, Slew's got a video on his YouTube channel. It's like 45 minutes long. It's like the same length as this episode, and it's all like him flipping through sketchbooks. I watched one and of those just, a while ago. Just random that. ones. I don't. It the, I don't know if it's it the long, one. long one. There was one was I think like I watched that was around that time. Pretty sure I watched it, and he was going through, yeah, a ton of old sketchbooks. I just love the note. Like, I just love how he talks about it. Mm-hmm. I've got this big aspiration of giving myself a budget, say like a hundred bucks, and then going on like above ground or Curry's or something, and not splurging on sketchbooks, not buying like it's like something like stupid expensive, like forty five, fifty bucks yeah. for a sketchbook. But you find the ones that are like the ten to fifteen dollar range, and you just bulk order, say buy ten of them, and then the, dude they show up in this box at the door, and you're like, oh, I know, I know exactly what this yeah. is, and then they just sit there, and you work through them like one after another. It's mm-hmm. like picking apples off of a tree, but it's taking sketchbooks off the ground, and you're like, fuck, I'm gonna fill this shit. Mm. 
For some reason, that gets me really excited. Yeah. Like just Maybe a little too excited. Endless possibilities. That's the beauty of it. That is the beauty of it. That yeah. is the beauty of it. Yeah. One day. One day you'll have a whole <laughs> bunch day. of sketchbooks like that. Think of how many sketchbooks you have now versus five years ago, and then think about five years from now. Mm-hmm. You know, looking back on everything. Good thought. It's all relative with time. But if uh, if you also have filled up a whole bunch of sketchbooks, then uh, I wonder if um, I'll do Carly Renea's new video out today. Haven't watched it yet. I'm going to save that for when I go to bed tonight. Mm. Um, but I wonder what I wonder if she uses sketchbooks or what her sketchbooks yeah, are like. You know, that'd be interesting. Hopefully, we can find out if she comes on the process podcast. I think every great she... artist and designer has sketchbooks because they need they don't have space or sticky notes. To do what I do. That's you true. can't do a big visual idea on a sticky note, so you got to have sketchbooks to put those ideas out so you don't forget. And you know, definitely work through those, yeah. work through those kinks and those ideas. So if you've got a lot of sketchbooks, send us an email to hi at bigdesigncompany.com and uh, tell us about your sketchbooks and what your what your favorite sketchbook is. Alternatively, you can go to www.bigdesigncompany.com forward slash sketchbook and pre-order our very own custom edition of a giant moleskin sketchbook that is $99.99 on discount for 75% off. So that's whatever price that is. Uh, free shipping Canada-wide. U.S. is an additional six bucks. That's a joke. If you got a podcast question, hide.theprocesspodcast.gmail.com is the email address for that. And Zach Watson. Yes, sir. What is our Instagram? Process underscore underscore podcast fantastic oh so i cut that off. wow my bad fuck it's okay it's perfect ladies and gentlemen apologize for cutting zach off but uh we'll see you tomorrow peace the process